Hello and welcome to Dealer's Choice. I'm the dealer and this is my choice. As always... <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> just I thought I'd try uh, that. That's uh, not bad. Uh, uh, as always, I'm joined by my two uh, good friends, Morgan and Zach. How you going, guys? I'm good. I'm good. It's a, it's a late Sunday afternoon, <laughs> so I apologise for the high levels. But we'll bring them up. Excellent. I'm good also. Thanks for asking. Um, yep. Okay. <laughs> now, t- uh, today uh, we watched a 1995... Underrated uh, hidden gem ah. that I uh, <laughs> that's called Copycat. We'll talk about underrated <laughs> Copycat, nineteen ninety five sort of thriller, murder, true crime. It's a serial killer movie. Yeah, serial yeah. killer movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, before I tell you why I think this film's a bit of a hidden gem, uh, what's this film about? Can anyone sort of you know give me a bit of a lowdown? Oh fuck! It's like oh. a greatest hits. <laughs> of uh, serial killers. Yeah. 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 Like, hey, we wanted to make and a movie. We, we didn't want to pick one. We'll just make one that does them all. Yeah. And and the police as well. You know, greatest hits of the serial killers and the police. I don't know. I disagree. Because they have that police song in there. They did have the song by the police. I yeah. disagree. Okay. So that's if, you were to, if you were to get a police greatest hits, that song wouldn't be on there. <laughs> Probably not. No. That's fair. <laughs> no. <laughs> Perhaps not. No, no, no. All right. No one's going to mention anything <laughs> about the agoraphobic psychologist at let's the heart of this. No, I have issues that, with the agoraphobic that, that psychologist. Was gimmicky. It was very gimmicky. <laughs> uh, she didn't leave her room. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, just a bit of background on let's this film. Let's do negatives. No, no. Let, <laughs> a bit of background on this film. Uh, released in 1995. It was sort of forgotten to film history uh, can, can a little you, bit cause like because another film of a similar like, genre yes. came out Sons at the same of the Lambs. No, not Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs is 1991. Um, this is after Silence of the Lambs yes. and it's this bad. <laughs> it's not that, uh, what it came out in 1995. If I search 1995, will it tell Serial me stuff? Serial Killer 1995. I'm lost. Oh, Shawshank. No, no. it's not Shawshank. Oh, so no. close. Uh, Twisted Sisters. Crash. No, that's nine ninety six. Not Crash. Speed. No. no Judge Dread. No. Judge Dread's pretty good. I am the law. The Haunted. The Hunted. <laughs> um, what? No. Alex, come on. One more guess, and then I'll. T- I'm I'll not. Say. Just do it. Morgan, one more uh, guess, and I'll tell you. <laughs> um, let me pick a good one. All right. Thunderbolt. No. no. Seven. Wait. Seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. The Brad Pitt, ah. Morgan Freeman, Kevin Spacey. It's yeah. not on this list. Yeah. 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 So that was released the same month as this. I was thinking. I can um, see why Seven was preferred to this. Of course. It's got a much, uh, you know, solider tone. I think the tone I is also far more like ominous in it's Seven It's disturbing this. in yeah. Seven. Seven's genuinely like a challenge. Like a challenging watch. Yeah. 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 It's also got that pretty good philosophical centre, which is just like, well... You've just got to assume that humanity sucks, but it's how do you live with that? Mm. Also, they're kind of like it's a mystery for a long and part. I feel like this, mm. one, uh, this one, the audio, the, the police don't know, but we know. Yeah, yeah. yes. We, I always, I always enjoy when it's a mystery and then it's a bit of a reveal. Yeah. Mm. Uh, maybe they should re-edit that movie to keep it a mystery from now on yeah. due to recent allegations. Yeah. But mm. uh, <laughs> not even recent. <laughs> do we even need Kevin in the film? Uh, uh yeah, just yeah. A shadowy figure the entire yeah. time. <laughs> Look, I'm all for Kevin Spacey. I think he was Miss. I was. I think just stop right now. <laughs> okay. Don't even go down that road. Stop. 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 Do you uh, do you like this more than you like Seven? No, I don't. Okay. But what I think this is an 
interesting film. One, okay. because it was sort of overshadowed. Okay. Two, Sigourney Weaver has said that this is one of her uh, favourite films. I can see that. That she's played. Uh, I also think it's interesting how they sort of weave in true crime into the sort of serial killer yeah, fictional genre. I thought that was interesting. Genre as well. That's interesting to play Some with. I would say it's one of the only interesting points in this movie. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I also thought the agoraphobic psychologist at the heart was interesting as well. You I can talk wish all about it was kooky, justified. You can talk about all your kooky Dutch angles, which I'm sure we'll get into at some point. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting. It's like... Yeah, no, no, that was good. I really liked Helen Hunt mm. and I really liked Sigourney Weaver. I mm. thought they had very good chemistry. Two female leads as well. And I thought which Helen is Hunt was killing it and I thought Sigourney Weaver was... They were... They were great to watch. Dynamic duo. Mm. Dynamic duo. And how often do you see a female duo in a film like oh, this? Oh, never. Never. I'd say probably. I don't even a female duo in everyday never. life. Never. Never. No, I mean two females in the same room at the same never. time. Never. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, in this kind of film. Uh, again, I think it's more common now, but at the time, yes. Mm. Um, 1995. Like, I don't know. I'm so sick of giving movies credit for shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> not because they don't deserve it it's just like I'm so sick of talking about it <sighs> and um, I thought it was a pretty decent performance from Harry Connick Jr. as well the serial killer? yeah yeah. The actually that, I was yeah. going to bring that up I really liked that he was for a serial killer not over the top mm. I think that's a hard r- line to ride and I think he was just good which is pretty excellent he did apparently a lot of research into serial killers to get prepared for this role oh that's what they all say uh helen hunt did a lot of work with homicide detectives no she didn't apparently she did (laughs) Uh, she sat down discussed got into the mindset oh okay actually no that makes sense for her character i i think the movie is written badly (laughs) (laughs) i think she's very good yeah and sigourney uh interviewed a uh psychologist uh, who interviewed Jeffrey Dahmer and sort of how, mm. how went about that. So yes. I did notice, a bit of research. Um, she did use certain phrases like organised and disorganised and stuff like that. that Which is very familiar ne- now with Mindhunter. Because Hunter of Mindhunter, we understand that that's exactly what they were used and stuff. Um, but yeah, that was, that was appreciated. I think all the real life serial killer stuff was pretty good. Mm. I just wish the movie was more realistic about certain elements. Oh, for sure. And I think there's some, you know, there's some tension there. I think it does fairly well at building the tension. Yeah. You think about, you all said that there's something that happens about an hour in and you're like, oh, it can't happen now. We're far too early in the film to for uh, a certain event to happen. I just thought that was like bad pacing, honestly. Well, yeah, it did drag in the middle watching it this time. Yeah, that's weird. But it's uh, interesting. So, now that we've covered a bit of the basis about why I brought the film to you, <laughs> let's talk positives. Morgan, Zach, what do we think? Uh, I liked all the characters. I liked the dynamics between all the characters. Um, I, yeah, I enjoyed the referencing of actual crime. I think it kind of grounds it a bit more. It's like, oh, it's it's in the real world, even though we kind of know it. But it's nice to know that it's like he is inspired by things that actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, that felt like really ahead of its time. I'm sure at the time people were like really, really into serial killers and stuff. But like I think, especially now, I think crime is has been the top podcast genre for like a decade and everyone's got a crime pot everyone fucking mm-hmm. loves serial killers and like the bit the specific scene in the movie that i remember is the guy gets out of a vw bug in in a ted bundy outfit now i was like oh, oh it's ted. he's doing the ted bundy um and they don't say it at all and i feel like at the time 
at the time, maybe an audience might not have. Probably. Maybe they did. Maybe they're just as obsessed with serial killers back then. But I think now that would be like a moment that a lot of people would be like, oh my God. Oh, that's like instantly. I know that's Ted Bundy. Holy shit. Which that's is interesting kind of cool because he, don't point it he out. pulled the full son of Sam at and that the, point. Yeah, mm. that was an even more interesting part that he blended the two together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just like, he's. it was confusing because he's driving that because of Ted Bundy, but like the Ted Bundy doesn't come till later. Yeah. Mm. But it's also like, yeah. I was thinking at that point, I'm like, is that a reference for the audience, but it's not to do with this part of the movie, in which oh, case yeah. they're just confusing a bit. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, ha, 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 audience, he drives a, he's doing a, he's doing the, it's doing the son of Sam movie now, but you see he's driving the Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm, see, mm-hmm, yeah, we mm-hmm. know, you know. I took that as like Ted Bundy was obviously the best at just getting away with being in public. Yeah. Because he was, ar- he was out in the public for fucking ages and people knew who Ted Bundy was and they still would just have chats with him on the street and be like, oh, you can't be a serial killer. So I, I took that as him being like, well, that's the easiest way to get around. I'll pay homage to Ted Bundy. But then obviously he's got also, I think the only one that they that don't touch on of the big ones that I can think of is maybe Ed Gein and John Wayne Gacy. I don't remember any specific killings that were Ed Gein or John no, Wayne Gacy. No, they didn't even, they didn't really touch on Zodiac. Either. Zodiac, no. Pre- they mentioned no, this Zodiac. Is Zodiac. Yeah. Well, it was thrown out there. There was that line. Because the lieutenant <laughs> is like, I investigated Zodiac. Yeah. And like nobody caught like, oh, No one caught him. Yeah. I thought they would have been good with the, because they have the whole letter thing. That would have been a nice reference. Yeah, that would have been there, cool. That would have been cool. I don't know. I guess also the Zodiac, That's he. no one knows who it is. That might have been the reason he wanted to. Mm. It was people who were known. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I liked that. Um, and you said the actors and the characters. Yeah, I, I think this is a particularly good Helen Hunt and and Sigourney Weaver. I Mrs. can see Incredible why Solving Murders. Yeah, <laughs> fucking <laughs> Indeed. That's pretty cool, actually. I like <laughs> Mrs. Incredible Solving Murders. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I like honestly, really, really good performance from Sigourney Weaver. I would probably watch it again just to see her do certain parts. Oh my mm. God, she does like fear really well, but in different ways. Which was interesting. I don't know how I feel about the agoraphobia. I don't know. That's one of your positives. Well, listen, I thought it was interesting because you don't you don't see that being depicted on a screen. Psycho- psychiatrist or psychologist having a mental issue. Yeah, you don't see that very often. Yeah. I know, say, like the TV show Hannibal, there was that whole well, thing about psychologists having psychologists and well, yeah, working through their common, issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, at that time, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, no, fair enough. The thing I find, like, I thought it was a fun hook and stuff. I just find it weird. And I know this is not how the the it works, the phobia works. But I just found it weird the idea of like, so she has agoraphobia because of this incident that happened. So she doesn't want to leave her house. And then when it's proven that her house isn't safe, that doesn't affect the phobia yeah. in any way. I find that 100%, weird. It's 100%. like I would not feel comfortable in she my house to go to a at that point. World. At that point, she'd have like a break because no yeah. one would be safe. Yes, I, I, mm. I thought so too. Mm. I'd like, I, it's like, yeah. As I said, I would not feel comfortable in my house after Drop that. her in the mountains. She's safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Helen did. Helen Hunt did say that one line. I suppose you moving is out of the question. She's like, yeah, it is. Sorry. Okay, but that's not them. <laughs> Acknowledging it's a bit of a wink wink. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's problem. not. That's their misunderstanding. Agoraphobia. <laughs> yeah, well, there is that. It's okay, them being yeah. like, she has agoraphobia, she's not leaving. It's like, oh, I would. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I would leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, what I saw there was I saw the movie script saying, We have spent half our budget building this set that is her house. Oh, it's a beautiful set. We are not set. leaving this house until we've gotten another couple scenes out of this house. It's a beautiful apartment. Uh, that's what I saw. In that scene. Mm, for sure, for yeah, sure. At the start, I was like, oh, she's going to like overcome her agoraphobia to get out and about and help solve this murder. And then I was like, no, she's in the house for the whole movie. Okay. <laughs> she's not <laughs> overcoming any demons. Well, oh, what's yeah. interesting is 
it, there was two endings to this film. Yeah. This is the one that was ended up uh, on the theatrical release, but they did a test audience screening, yeah. and the ending was shifted. Helen Hunt was captured by the serial killer, and Sigourney had to overcome <laughs> so her agoraphobia oh. to save Helen Hunt. That adds to my adds to my big negative that I'll talk about. <laughs> so <that's laughs> it, and the, the audience didn't like that. Yeah, I sure and would so either. they flipped it. And that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> didn't play well, and uh, yes, they flipped it. Yeah, it definitely makes more sense the way they did it. Look, I, I, this is one of those ones where I think I, I'm having more fun ragging on the movie than. But I did really enjoy it. I like <laughs> it was it was a pretty it. classic serial killer movie, and yeah. I was like sitting there going, "Yeah, this is it's always a good. Uh, it's like a, de- a good old noir or a detective movie. You know, you know exactly who the bad and the good guy is. You know what the story is going to roughly be. You know that there's going to be stakes involved." Mm. And there's one little other bit of trivia that I quite Go. like about this oh, film yeah. is Sigourney Weaver actually spat in that guy's face. And he, she wasn't supposed to. Is that his why he reaction, looks genuinely surprised? His, his reaction is the genuine, like, what the fuck? I remember morning? noting his reaction. is like, that was a good reaction. <laughs> it's all genuine. It's that the Alan Rickman diehard situation. Uh, yeah. Where Alan Rickman spat in. No, uh, no. Yeah, no, he like famously spat in his face. Well, <laughs> moment there. Sigourney just commits. She commits to this role. She commits she to the spitting. She does commit to it. Maybe I, she just I really did not like the Maybe, actual actor. Yeah. <laughs> Some parts of her psychology I was finding so strange. Like, she's had a pretty horrific run-in with an actual serial killer. Yep. And she's completely okay with another man holding her super intimately. And I understand that Andy is homosexual. But at the same time, I would be like, I don't know if I'd been, I'd say molested by a serial killer. Would I feel comfortable with anyone touching me? It has been a 13 months. Up. Yeah, but a year, that's so, such yeah, I know, no time I know. at all. And she's clearly we incredibly... We also don't know what happened. Yeah, that's true. There's no there's no explicit. I understand that, but... Like, maybe it was just the strangling and then, like, some cutting. Maybe, maybe I'm cutting it to negatives too quickly. <laughs> Jumping around that hard. <laughs> uh, we can jump right there now. That's fine. You're on the roll. All Let's right. go. So mine's like a big umbrella. Yep. So maybe, maybe we'll do the... No, no, go, like go, Maybe go. you guys... Um, my main one is... I don't know... The ending was somewhat unsatisfying. I, f- I, I the ending was fine. I just feel like the it was a bit of a rush to get. Oh, I feel like the serial killer could have had some more. It was just like his house is on fire. It's a bit of spoilers. Like his house is on fire. He's on the run, and, then and there was like some moments in there. I just felt it was a bit sped up, and maybe mm. we could have dragged it out a I'd bit have, more. I'd have liked more mystery about what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that would have been interesting because like there's a point. Mm. Yeah, there's a point where you just go. Well, I figured. I, like we know. What what is what his whole thing is about? Which serial killers is he going to get to before he gets caught? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interestingly, uh, and I think watching it this time, the film almost labors the point. When I watched it the first time, I didn't notice mm. as much. Maybe I just I don't know. I don't know. But you see who ends up being the killer a few times yep. in the film before the reveal happens. You see him in the first five minutes. And yep. I was like, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy. That's it. That's the guy. But yeah, what I think is that they should pl- they should have played a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. You know, you su- you suggested that it was Andy, her assistant, who lives in with her. I was like, is there going to be an extra twist? On yeah. That? Yeah. I was definitely like, oh, I've kind of we've kind of picked it early on, so they want us to do that because there's going to be something else. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, there never is. No. Mm. Like I remember watching it the first time and thinking, Ruben, the cop, maybe he's I, doing it. I thought he was it. a good candidate for yeah, it. Yeah. Or don't even don't even say his name. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, boss. I thought, you're still, you're still I thought that was so unnecessary, that whole scene. The whole plot point that she can shoot well just because he needs to die is insane. I, I just, yeah, I did it's not. Insane. Like, great character. And then that whole, I'm like, I, I, I don't see, it didn't really like affect. She was already, she wasn't giving up yeah. or anything. She was already like on the tail. She didn't need more motivation. Mm. And what, why was it important that Rupert had to die for the ending of the movie? That's what I keep thinking about. It's like, why does it matter that he's dead? Because she cuts loose. Because what? No, yeah. no. The only th- the only thing is that yeah, she realized she's like, oh, I ha- the last time yeah. I let I yeah. give a bit of lenience, I lost my partner, so I'm I'm gonna I'm shoot gonna this guy Sigourney. five times in the head. Because <laughs> oh, Ruben was all about that. Last time, last time, her point is to shoot the shoulder. To, last to time I shot to alive. shot to um, maim. This time I'm shooting Man. to kill. <laughs> She tried the first time. Yeah. Shot in the in the shoulder. Like, okay. And she's not going up. down. She done fucked up. No, with the with the killer at the end. Shoots him in the shoulder first. Right, tries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, fuck it. Ruben's dead. So I'm gonna. You Isn't know. it so great to see how much Hollywood politics have, or or sorry, culture has shifted in general. Where that scene at the end would be abhorrent in a movie <laughs> today. It would be like, oh my god, you fucking murder a cop. I cannot believe you'd do that. Um. Rightfully so. <laughs> uh, negatives? Oh, I was just thinking, yeah, I would have liked them to play around with the mystery a little bit more um, about who the ultimate killer Do you is. Think that's us just being spoiled with like Maybe decades. Maybe it is. Of Maybe it is. Yeah, like, I also think that. Yeah. Because I was just thinking, like, fucking, we've had, yeah, Seven and Silence and True Detective and Red Eye, all these beautifully <laughs> written, perfectly executed <laughs> movies. <laughs> Red eye, one of the greats. Yeah, uh, like we also don't even really know anything about him. Like, we just see that mm. he lived with a girlfriend or something potentially, mm. but we don't know what the deal was. We don't know how he knew Helen because he had the recording. Like, we don't know what his deal is. Would it, would it we want to like, couldn't we have dived into it? Like, mm, this no, agree. There is a person psychoanalyzing him, and yet I still feel I know nothing about yeah. him. Yeah, mm. I'd have mm. really liked him to be the forensic team, dude. I think that's a bit cliche now, but if it, if he was like, if he was the guy taking the photos of the crime scene, I think that would have been added a bit more because then you could have had him interacting with the squad and being like mm. chummy and then you know Sigourney could have been like you won't suspect he he will be able to fake emotion really well he'll be chummy and jovial and you'll get along with just him you'll like, like talking to him mm. just like Ted um, but underneath it all he'll have an incredibly disturbed home life he'll have very few connections that are genuine and, and then you mm. can as an audience you could be like oh, I've seen that forensic guy around but and he keeps saying all these things but oh oh and he's got glasses like the serial killer yeah but Maybe and Ruben, you know, he doesn't have much of a home life. He's just shy. Exactly, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. But he's he's a charming guy, mm. and he clearly has a lot of people on the on the go. Yeah. Um, all right. So my big negative is <laughs> I know what's coming. I think that this movie is far too concerned about being a movie and far un, far too uh, far too dismissive of what actual real life serial killer hunting is, um, and like. And I was really shocked that Silence Lamb had come because, at least in Silence Lamb, I'm not going to say that that's genuinely how they do it, but it's pretty like it's. I'd say it's pretty close. They get an FBI analyst in to you know dive into this. They have someone. They have a ticking clock. There's someone who's missing. They need to find her, so they need to talk to these people to get a better psychological profile. Like Silence is really, really in about the psychology. Super, mm-hmm. super in mm-hmm. about it. A bit less concerned with the movie being a movie. It's still the movie stacks. But this movie is just like, well, you know, our main character needs to 
be want she needs to get her man she's a detective and then we've got the psychologist and she has her emotional goal that she needs to have by the end of the movie she needs to get over her agoraphobia why does she have agoraphobia ah oh, psychologist she was attacked by a serial killer and that's going to come in like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's far less like oh you know these are all the interesting parts of human psychology we can build in or like we can construct the movie around it was more like we, this is our template for a cop movie and we're going to slot these things in yeah, no, and I agree with work. that. I do. And sometimes it was sloppy. But there is that one scene where I think the agoraphobia really pays off. Yeah. It's when she's running from the killer at the end and goes out into the roof. Yeah. And you see that shot of the vastness of the outside. No, I thought that was quite effective. Yeah, no, I, yeah. And then see her retreat and then have to... There's that moment there. But that shot of where we're outside and how uncomfortable it's yeah. shot looking at... All the space, because mm. we're so confined to her apartment for a lot of this film. It's uh, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. It does feel a little bit uh, plug in and plug, you know, plug and play sort yeah. of thing. It's a shame because yeah, I think the concept's really interesting, and I think we've seen the concept in like shows and movies from now. There was one I was thinking about that that cult show with Kevin Bacon. I was gonna. Uh, this um, is because this really the vibe at the end, like the proper ending, like yeah. that gave me. I was like, oh, this is the following exactly. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is, is the, the following, following, which is like very similar to that vibe. Is like you have the killer in prison um, who is like training and spurring on his disciples because that's yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, that's kind of like a reveal at the end. Is that like the the guy from the start has actually kind of been pulling the strings a little bit, like egging this guy on. Like seems like that was his final mission. Mm. Was to, like he'd say, yeah, go kill people, but like kill her. And then, yep. and then the tease is that there's another one that he's got on the hook that now is mm. going to be... There's no sequel. Okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's no copycat two. No, uh, no, that's fair. <laughs> Copycatter. Copycat copy die hard. Yeah, die hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> live free or copycat. Like, honestly, I think there's a ton of merit behind the idea of having a serial killer who just apes other famous serial killers because... And, like, that's why I was thinking this is like super ahead of its time because I would say especially now you have so much easy access to just an insane amount of information about serial killers Mm, mm. that it would be kind of very easy to ape and obviously ape serial killers to the point where people would instantly be like okay so this is a copycat why why what's he doing um and I think there's I'm sure there's been stuff about sort of this this psychology but I think, honestly, I think it comes under the director of not being good enough to understand either understand the material or pull it off. Mm, mm. I, all those Dutch angles, man. Yeah, there was a lot of Dutch angles. I was just, like, <laughs> just, just try something else to draw no. attention. Have one long shot, maybe. Mm, try mm. something different. Have, you know, you were talking about the vast shot. Why not have one of those, what was the fucking Hitchcock thing where it would zoom in, zoom out but push in? Oh, yeah, yeah. The hit, have the that to make zoom. her look tiny against the backdrop mm, or something mm. like that, you know? really belabor the point anyway it is interesting uh, i sort of want to unpack a little bit this true crime Mm. angle which is sort of Mm. the main gimmick of the film the film itself was actually banned in canada uh because of a serial killing that was going on at canada at the time and there was was talks about well it's somewhat similar is there a copycat what copycat's going to go see copycat and get inspired by some more copycats um (laughs) So there's an element there, I think, that mm. this film is, I think, a little bit ahead of its time mm. in the sense it was sort of before a lot of the... I think maybe the script, at least. The script. I think the concept is ahead of yeah, its time. Yeah, sorry. That's, the that's concept is. Yeah. Uh, the execution, perhaps, not so much. Yeah, because I was just ragging on the script, and the script sometimes is 
Oh, yeah, it's, it's a bit stupid at times. Let's, oh, but they do get the hacking lingo exceptionally well done. <laughs> oh my god, the hacking lingo is perfect. They mm-hmm. have all the DOS commands in place, and she understands. And 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 it's great because she understands because she's been inside for a year, so she knows computers. She's but been the learning cops, coding. The cops have no idea because who knows computers? It's, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's a stroke of genius. Mm-hmm. But where is the rest of the genius? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I like, I, oh God, like the chemistry between all the actors, actors is really, really excellent. And that's kind of really fun to watch. Mm. And obviously we've talked about, um, Harry Connick Jr. Who was really good in his role, but yeah, there's just some stuff like the, the cops themselves being just hating the FBI for coming in and swinging their dicks. I'm like, I don't. And yeah, I'm very spoiled by Mindhunter. I, I, I'll, I'll say that's fair. And probably as well the book, because you read the book. And back in the 60s, the whole point, or at least the, inve- the lead investigator, he would like belabor the point all the time in the chapters and shit. would just be like, you know, our job was never to come in and take over. Our job was to come in and help out. And we tried so fucking hard to make sure that that relationship existed because we could only come in if they asked. Mm. And we wanted them to ask because we wanted to help them with these things. So that kind of... S- just was that that felt to me movie movie yeah, sake sort no, of thing I agree. the way they were like holding their guns and using guns and shit just didn't matter it was just like oh yeah we're a professional unit we're holding it at arm's length like they do in the movies and we're shooting 15 bullets out of like a, a nine mag- maybe that was wrong but i was like that's dumb she cocks her pistol that is not a revolver that does not need to be cocked <laughs> which is so dumb uh, anyway and what's interesting is that it does follow I know we've mentioned Silence of the Lambs it does follow quite a few of the same beats so you've got the training sequence at the start with the shooting range you've got the end there with the shooting of the killer like at point blank you've got Helen Hunt sort of working in this male dominated environment mm-hmm. reaching out to a psychologist Helen Hunt with her, I just want to mention Helen Hunt and um, just her sexual tension with everyone. Great. There's just a lot like, of... Fantastic. She's acting perfectly. You know? she's <laughs> 1995 workplace is Kind of the strange. reverse of bravado. She's just like throwing it at everyone's face because she knows she has like some control over everyone in the office. Great, great, great character that she pulls off, I think. I think, at least. Could be wrong. So is the film a bit of a copycat of uh, Sons of the Lambs? <laughs> yeah, but an inferior copycat. This is true. Which is kind of poetic because the guy in the movie is an inferior, inferior copycat of mm. the others. And he does come off as quite impotent at the end. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's like oh, I want to like, make my name. I want to copy. It's like, you're not doing your own thing. No. Like, if you, it's like, yeah, it's like, you're not getting famous around back. Like, that's pathetic. Like, come up with your own MO. Do well, your own did, thing. He did get famous, but he still just fucking ate shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a message for all the children out there. Do your own thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't copy others. Yeah. Don't start a cover band. Start a real band. Correct. Mm. Mm. Don't be other following. Don't. Be uh, yourself. Don't <laughs> watch movies and critique them. Make your own movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah, man! God damn, yeah! Isn't that like such an essential part of the site, like the serial killer psychology? Is when you've captured them, being like, "Why did you do this?" Trying to unpack why you did, and like, there's no, they know, they know straight exactly, away yeah. what he's about and what he's trying to do and stuff. And you're like, "There's no, yeah, there's no mystery to it," which is a shame. Anyway, mm-hmm. any uh, sort of final comments, thoughts? <sighs> why they got to do Ruben like that? <laughs> why they got to do Ruben like that? Yeah, why not ham and cheese? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Justice for Ruben. Justice um, for Ruben. I enjoyed that you watched it. 
I enjoyed that we had to spend 10 minutes finding out that the region code didn't work and you had to buy oh, My it. physical media, yeah. Yeah, and your yeah. physical Just media has buy twice stuff from Australia, you. Alex. It's not twice that failed you. Three <sighs> times it, technically because you bought two movies that one time. Both didn't work. <laughs> yes, it's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, it works at home. It's something, it's something to do with Morgan's we uh, Xbox. <laughs> well, if Morgan wants to lug all this equipment to my house, we can do it at my house. You watch it at yours. Come here. <laughs> oh, that's easier. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> Oh, that's far, far easier. Yeah, okay. Um, something to consider off podcast. Um, yeah. Off podcast indeed, yeah. <laughs> Thank right. you, Alex. I, Thank you, Alex. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. it. It was a bit different, a bit a bit cliched. I, yeah. I, I sort of wanted yeah. to unpack a bit about the serial definitely killer Definitely something I'd never film. heard about, yeah. so that's that's nice. Uh, definitely a Holly Hunter performance I've never seen, which is and always good. And Sigourney's favourite performance. I Sigourney think she's better in Aliens, job. but that's fine. Um, I don't think so. I think she's better the in The extended this. cut of Aliens. Um no, no, no alien movies is good. Wow. <laughs> and with that... Uh, Except for Prometheus. Audience, y- you get me. Uh, <laughs> this guy's wrong. And with his wrongness, uh, let's not let him speak for a little bit. Morgan, what have you been watching? Oh, all right. You want to do me first? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do, yeah. We're going to knock off some big hitters today because mm-hmm. I've been watching a lot. Nice. Um, so, saw Licorice Pizza. Oh, yeah. On Friday. That was very good. Yeah. Quite enjoyed. Have you seen it yet? I haven't. Are no. you going to? I will. Yes. Paul Thomas Anderson's new movie. No. Oh, oh, yes, I did know. It's got about the. It's that. got all. It's the Heim sisters. Mm-hmm. And, oh uh, God, I do want to watch that. It's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard um, good things. Yeah, it's uh, it's not widely available. No, like we had I was to go a bit to annoyed. Yeah. It. Um, it's got uh, Cooper Hoffman, who is uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's right kid, grandkid. Oh. I'm not sure which mm-hmm. one in it. Um, it's good. It's like, it's a bit long. And there's like two moments with like Sean Penn and Bradley Cooper that like, all right, I enjoyed them, but do they need to be in there? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But very enjoyable movie. Yep. Hopefully we'll pick something up at the Oscars. I don't know, but it'll get mentioned, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw, finally watched House of Gucci as right. well. Yeah. Isn't it good? It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I enjoyed that's it. Exactly the, yeah, that's, that's exactly the reaction. I, yeah. I, it was fine. Maybe a bit long as well. Yeah, it went uh, for a while. And... It's it's just a lot of the same people doing the same thing throughout the entire like at the start I'm like I love these performances and then I'm like okay all right I'm, I'm is it just a movie of performance <laughs> is it, am I just watching them perform this entire time there's no act for me okay <laughs> it's also gonna, a little bit predictable as well. yeah I was gonna say with Lido Lido started I was like I fucking can't stand this and then the more I saw Lido on screen I was like that's so he was the most it's enjoyable. so funny he was, it's yeah. so it's such a good it's so hilarious sorry. God. Um, then we also watched Belfast, a Kenneth right. Branagh movie, mm-hmm. which was very cool. A uh, little bit of history stuff in there, which I found interesting. There's a fun little story about this film. So the little kid in that film is a big... He's great. He's so charming. He's a big Liverpool supporter, I think the story goes. And his character talks about another footy club. Mm. And Kenneth Branagh directed the film. And he's like, okay... Now we're going to have to get you to say a different footy club because you're acting, you know, mm. you're an actor. And he's a real little kid. He's like, oh, I don't know if I can do it, Kenneth, because I'm a, I'm a Liverpool supporter. Mm. Like, no, no, but the character mm. is this other one. Can you do it for the for the take? And he's like, okay, I'll do it, Kenneth. I'll do it for the take, right? He does it for the take, and Kenneth is like, excellent, okay, let's do the take again. We'll set up the cameras again. And the little kid goes to Kenneth Branagh, I think you have what you need. Mm. <laughs> we're not doing this again. <laughs> 
That's amazing. That's very cute. That's very he's, cute. Have you seen it? I haven't oh, yet. He's no. he's great in that movie. That that kid. Has he been in anything before? Or is he just? Uh, I, don't I don't think so. Think so a no. lot of a lot of people who aren't, except for Jamie Dornan and Judy Dench, um, Judy Dench the two big ones in that. That's funny. Uh, it's very good. Mm. Um, it's got it's black and white, but they have yep. like moments of color. And there's like two moments. One which is like a reflection in someone's glasses. That's like beautiful. I kind of like that. That has become a um, a tool now to just do that sometimes. Yeah. Just be like, well, I think this looks better in black and white. I'm going to mm. do it like that. Logan. Yeah. Mad Max Fury Road. The Lighthouse. <laughs> the Lighthouse. Yeah. Um, Roma. So Roma. I enjoyed Belfast. Uh, apparently it's getting, it's a very comparative to Roma, people have said. Because it's, it's like telling, Kenneth Branagh telling a story when he was like yep. a kid, which is similar to Alfonso oh. and Roma. Oh. Uh, and then we also watched Spencer. Right. Okay. Which uh, is the Diana one. The bulimia film. Have you seen it? I haven't, no. It is. I was watching it and I was like, okay, this is like horror vibes, like the way they're playing it. And then I, and then I was like, oh, this it's very um, shining. Mm. Like the way, just the setting and the way it starts. And <laughs> Zach is fascinated. And it's just, and they're there. So they're playing with these weird horror vibes. And I'm like, it makes so much sense. Like imagine like you're mm. part of this family. You have to go away for the weekend and they're like, you want to emancipate, you want to escape. Like, and they're terrifying. I'm like, of course it's very, horror is the perfect element to mm. really, because it's about her mental. Yep health at that point and stuff and i'm like oh it's a great way to bring you in and it's like she's dreading this she hates her life and i was like oh this is wonderful great way to just like the music with this horror also horror jazz is like <laughs> Ooh, okay okay <laughs> very interesting vibe i don't know i enjoyed it it's mm-hmm. it's not everyone's cup of tea like it's one of those ones where it's like critics love it audience score is pretty low mm-hmm. but i understand why but i liked it i liked what it was trying to do with moments mm-hmm. not a lot happens in it though it's just it's oh, just okay. the way they decide to show it. Yep. Like, okay. Is it is it A twenty four? That sounds like A twenty four a little bit. It's the director's a Chilean guy, so it's like I, I, all the companies at the start. I'm like, oh, I haven't heard of many of these. One of them's like a Chilean company, and then like an English company. It's very weird. Nice. Uh, and then a couple of shows dropped this week. Well, um, I finally we watched the first episode of Ozark, so I'm going to be on that oh, train now. Yes, yes. About good damn on time. You. Um, that kicks off with a bang. Yeah, the yeah, first episode's really good. Mm. It's very good. And I was like, oh, it wasn't what I was expecting. And I was like, okay, interesting. I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes, but that was good. Um, Pam and Tommy dropped this week on Disney+. Plus. Mm. Watched the first episode of that. I quite enjoyed it. Mm. Um, uh, it's it's crazy that it's a Disney Plus show. Like, what a <laughs> weird show for them to be like, this is the show where we're going to talk about a sex tape and, mm. and mm. have... Uh, an almost nude uh, Sebastian Stan with a prosthetic penis in his pants walk around like wild. You've got him on the, on the books. Uh, <laughs> why not just put him in anything? Uh. But yeah. I only watched the first episode, but I was like loving the performances. Like even Seth Rogen, like mm. good. So we'll be diving more into that. Murderville is out on Netflix. I don't know if either have heard no. of this. Murderville. It's a, it's a weird show. It's a, um, Will Arnett plays like a grizzled detective, uh, and every episode he has a new partner who is like Will a... Arnett. Yeah. I have I have Ooh. seen the trailer for this. So yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he gets a new partner who's like a comedian or a celebrity and they have no idea. They don't have a script. So Will Arnett plays and they go to the murder and then in the end, it's kind of like an escape room. Like they have to solve the murder. Okay, um, not bad. All so right. they do it. And then also they have to like talk in the scene and do all this stuff <laughs> with Will Arnett being carried. And they, they are, break. They, are they given like some like, okay, you know, you can be whoever you want or are they like, it's, this is the detective you are, but we're not giving you any lines. It's literally just like, uh, it's kind of the first episode's Conan. So it's like, here's your new detective, Conan O'Brien. But it's like Conan isn't famous in that world. 
Right. So, well, Will Arnett, right, isn't it? it's right, like right, it's right. like oh, what do you do? It's like oh, I've I've been in entertainment for mm. a number of like mm. they can kind of just do whatever they want, I so guess. It's almost like all, also an interview kind of, or is not it just, really. Is it just that setting? It's just that They're setting, just and then putting them in like a situation. Okay. Like okay, I think there's a situation where like it's literally like Will Arnett's in Conan's ear interviewing someone. It's like say this, or, or Will Arnett's had to go undercover in this like ha- soccer mum's house and interview them, and Will Arnett's telling him to do all this dumb shit. It's it's interesting. It's you don't watch it for like the crime writing, but that's just a fun scene to watch these people do. Like the second episode is a sport, a, a football player called Deshaun. I thought it was super funny. Mm. Like just this guy, there's this guy just being like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm having a fun time. <laughs> I, it's just, it's fun that they can just be like, yeah, this is a crazy idea for a show. Let's just put it. Honestly, on. that's that's one of the few reality TV shows you've talked to me about that I'm like, oh, I, I don't I, even know I, if I, I classify it as reality TV. I, it's like a sketch show. It's more mm. theatrical than yeah, reality TV would be. Yeah, and it's like I don't know, like Camille's on it. That'll probably be pretty good. A few other people. Yeah, I just don't even know how to describe it. And the first one with Conan, I was like, had to like take a second to get my bearings. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, but if you're just like watching them do their dumb performances and like in the first one, there was like one of the clues had to do with hot sauce. So they had to keep, they kept feeding Conan hot food and then asking him to interview this lady. And he was like has trying anyone, to eat this hot food. Has anyone so far really like run with it and been like, okay, I'm going to fucking play a detective and I'm going to be loose and cannon. I'm going to be a fucking loose cannon and just go for it. Has anyone done that yet? Mm, that'd be interesting. Not to see. really, but that'd be good. Yeah. I think, yeah, they're all kind of just like, yeah, they have their notepad and they take notes and then they just, Will Arnett kind of guides them through and then just lets them free. And then it, that's the humor it in it. Sounds really similar to a British show. I think, I think I've talked about this, but mum and dad got me to watch, or I watched the first episode of it where they get like just random uh, people and they'll couple them up, send them to this Island in Britain. that's completely sequestered off and they'll, there'll be a murder and there's like six teams of detectives and then they're just like told to just go around the island and everyone on the island is an actor except for them and they yeah. have to pretend to be detectives. Sounds in the similar yeah. sort of vein to that. But yeah, it's just it's also just dumb. Like in the second episode, there's just a bit where they go to the interrogation room and uh, <laughs> well, and it's like you, you you'll be here, we'll be here watching, and it's yeah. fine. And then, and then, and then the, the guy comes in. He's like, someone threw a chair through there. There's no window there. And he's like, oh. So, so Will Arnett's like, all right, I'm gonna duck down. When the guy comes in, you just do every movement he does and pretend that the mirror's still here. Like, it's got nothing to do with the interview. But it's just like when he comes in, you will do all the movements and like that bit. I think that's a duck soup bit from like yeah, 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 from like yeah, yeah. years ago. Ages back. And I'm like, yeah. like it's got nothing to do with the murder. It's just putting the person in this weird. That's cool. That's cool. But yeah, it's it's not. It might not be everyone's cup of tea, but it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, I will. Too. And Will Arnett's always fun to watch when he's like playing a gruff person taking it seriously can do funny shit yeah and then um the only other thing i want to say is i've started watching money heist and i'm quite enjoying it uh i've heard good things it's Uh, yeah it was very fun to watch but i you need like you need it because it's the subtitle that's the also thing is like i can't watch it in the back like it's literally like oh i have a lunch break i i'm just gonna sit and watch and read But it's funny because I, um, I can't do that. And it's fun and exciting. I watched only like three movies. Okay, well, I've go, been go. on Hit a. Me. I watched Robocop and I watched. Starship Have you never Troopers. seen it before? No, no, I've seen oh, it you're before. Just doing a... I was like, yeah, this is fucking great. It's you need so... to finish the trilogy then. <laughs> um, the Verhoeven trilogy. I, I find it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Total uh, Recall. Total Recall, yeah. That's Total the Recall. trilogy. I know. Yeah. Uh, Robo. I know, Total I know. Starship it's very fun. It, it's it's great, great to watch Robocop because Robocop is not at all about crime. No. Robocop is about. Corporate espionage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the best. I'm watching it going, oh, this, 
he's a genius. <laughs> he just oddly, has such a perfect understanding of how everything is about money. It's so great. It's so great. Go on. Sorry. And some oddly like religious aspects too. There's some allegory there that he's like Jesus. There's uh, some, but it's also oh, it's just great. It's a great, great movie. If you've never seen it, it's so great because it can just be dumb fun, but it's also genuinely got something behind it that you can look at and be like, oh my. And there's what I really like about his work is the violence is so over the top. <sighs> so but that's good. the point it's that it's so, so over the top. Though. And you know, I. I haven't seen a hand shot off uh, that realistically, I don't think, in Mm. another movie. I can't... And it's not even that it was that perfectly. It's just no no one else is going to do it that bloody... There's clearly meat and bone in there, (laughs) and it's just spurting blood. And you're like, why does no one do that? I think Green Room. Green Room comes Mm. like close-ish to that. Green Room's pretty brutal with its violence, and it's sick because of it. Uh, but, but it yeah. had some real like stakes. Yeah, for the it's cool. Because you know it's, that violence is so. It's the ultra violence that yeah. I enjoy. <laughs> okay. No, <laughs> and I also watched 1917. That reminded me. I watched ah, that last yes. week. Um, I feel like that movie needs to have a proper sound sound to uh, surround sound and like a proper big screen to appreciate it properly. Because I was actually going to get it. Like, yeah, I like these performances, but it's dragging. And I feel like if I had the right mm. setup, I would have been in there again and enjoyed it again. Um, and it's still like got. Like, that whole scene at night in the Burning City, I'm like, that is such oh. a brilliant scene I really like and the enjoy. The flares? The flares are Where fantastic. It goes over and the light mm. is cut. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's remarkably well done. It really is an achievement of mm. set. Yep. Beautiful. Um, anyway, that's all I'm, yeah. I know we said that again. But anyway. I've now been meaning to rewatch it. It's real good. Anyway. Um, I took you up on your advice, Morgan, and I watched of Stay course. Close. Yeah, stay close. It was quite good. You I liked, quite it? liked it. Yeah. I thought you might. Yeah, I quite weird, liked it. Weird two characters though, right? Oh, so weird. <laughs> so out of left field. I was like, "What is this?" It gave me. I don't know if you saw Utopia, not the Australian one, the British one from like five, six years ago. No. That's really weird because there's an Australian one, a British one, and an American Utopia. <laughs> yeah, and they're all different. And they're all right? very they're all different. different. And it's no. got this sort of weird vibe to it where those two characters sort of reminded me of that because they're so out of place. Anyway, I really liked it. I thought the central performance is really good. Mm. The mystery, uh, you know, mm. it was... It's uh, more about how they're all connected to yeah. it than the actual mystery. Exactly. Uh, so I liked that. I watched The French Dispatch. Finally got around to seeing that. It dropped on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, like, I, was, I saw it on Disney+. Disney Plus. I'm like, what, already? Weird. Yeah, I know. I, I really liked it. I, I love really the big it. wall with the murals. I think yeah. it's fantastic. Uh, I love that was my favorite story. Yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. That one is, was my favorite the one. one. The middle one with Francis McDormand and Timothy Chalamet felt a bit like a drag, yeah, but it's interesting. It is interesting. I like the set pieces that yep. he incorporates in that story. I think that's real cool to see. And mm. the last one was surprisingly emotional. Touching. Was Very that the touching. food one? Yeah, yeah, the food one. I I I just like that that actor, that dude. Uh, he's fantastic but then he could yeah he can really bring a real gravity mm-hmm. when he's talking about the the chicken pen yep and you're just like oh man that is so small but mm. impo- like meaningful yeah. i love those moments those moments are the best when and it's I don't not know overstated about you but i don't associate wes anderson with like big emotional see i'd go back and watch some of his Maybe? movies yeah because uh, there's stuff like in the royal tenenbaums where it's because mm. it's because he plays it like the way he plays it it's a wes anderson movie so he tries to strip all this emotion away mm. i think the only movie he doesn't exactly do that with is the grand budapest and the grand budapest has a fantastic emotional moment yeah that i still true. still like hits me every time i watch it mm. but the royal tenenbaums has a moment in there that is like because you've been watching a movie that is just devoid of exaggerated oh, I, know the, I know the scene yeah. that you're talking and then about, you yeah. see that and you go wow that's just 
kind of visceral and it plays really well mm. because it's visceral. Mm. I don't know. I yeah. Yeah, maybe I do have to. I think that it it's. I think he makes it like that. I think mm. he makes it so you don't expect it to be there, and, and then I, you're always caught off guard when it does yeah. happen. And then even like Moonrise Kingdom, I don't think Moonrise Kingdom Kingdom gets there, but there's something about the way Moonrise Kingdom, mm. the story itself, mm. is touching. Mm. Anyway, uh, no, but I agree. Um, so yeah, I really like that. I watched The Power of the Dog. What I you tried think? to watch The Power of the Dog. It, it was, was interesting. Pretty, very, very pretty, pretty, very pretty to look at. I I did some digging afterwards, and I felt I read. Did you read the book? I didn't read the book, <laughs> but the book was sort of like quasi-inspiration for Brokeback Mountain. And there was a bit of... And I felt there was a bit the, of Brokeback the whole there. The whole movie is literally like you get to the ending you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Of course, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. like, oh, 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 okay, oh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah okay. Makes sense. <laughs> like, like, it's just literally like the last shot. You're like, oh, I know what I've watched. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I suspected it was. Yes, I suspected this is what's happening. But okay, I know what I watched. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, it's really yeah, I don't a lesson think, to us all. To treat white stuff, yeah. Treat white stuff respectfully. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think Alana enjoyed it, but I didn't mind it. I, <laughs> I can't say I enjoyed it, but it was an experience. Yeah, uh, I was captivated. Yeah, and it's interesting that that seems to be their. I can't think of. There's probably been another Netflix movie, but that's their Oscar one, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one they've put forward for all the awards. Benedict Cumberbatch might get something apart from he that. He was just a dick in a lot of the film. <laughs> like, he was just like the biggest dick going around. Yeah. And Jesse Plemons was interesting. Jesse Plemons is always real good. Because I haven't seen him play that sort of... like he's, The beta? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you think of him and you think of, like, almost, like, creepy. Like, I'm thinking, like, Breaking yeah. Bad. Uh, there was that character. movie he did for Netflix last year. He wasn't the main actor. There was, oh God, I forgot her name, but she's really good. And it's like, I've been thinking of leaving him or something. It's got some really long. Right. And it's a pretty sad, brutal movie, uh, but he's pretty beta in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because oh, do you guys care? Will you watch that movie? If I'm remembering correctly, the spo- big spoiler for that movie I'm is. I'm thinking of ending things. Is that it? I'm thinking of ending things. The, the big spoiler for that movie, I think, is that she isn't real. She's an imaginary imaginary girlfriend that he's invented but even in his imagination she leaves him oh wow yeah wow. sad that's yeah like it's full, very sad that's like full Joaquin Phoenix Joker level <laughs> brutal like. brutal sad uh interesting movie but yeah like he he's really good and she's really fantastic at it but he's he's great he's a fantastic mm. actor anyway go on yeah so that was interesting I don't know uh Cody Smith McPhee he was pretty good yeah. like he is like a rake there was like nothing of him there yeah. were so many scenes He's just so thin. Anyway, um, uh, and then I finally got around to watching. I've been meaning to watch it for a while. Being the Ricardos on Amazon Prime, yeah, I've Lucille Ball and uh, Desi Arnaz, set during a week of I Love Lucy mm. show being run, uh, written and directed by Aaron Sorkin. Mm. Nicole Kidman you love Aaron plays. Sorkin. Well, he's just got this way. I, of I love Aaron Sorkin. Just too. the way he writes. <laughs> see, I don't know any other writer I can point to and be like, there are like seven scenes that I can I, I can remember distinctly, and you can just you, the the writing is so great. There's um a movie he did Newsroom, mm-hmm. and the very first scene in Newsroom where he's like giving a talk at a university and he has this whole spiel about how America used to be great and you just it's go, not anymore. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful speech. Mm. Uh, and and like obviously the West Wing. Fantastic. I have some thoughts about the way it's framed, but <laughs> still a good show. Uh, yeah, and this is interesting because th- a lot of the criticism of the film is that he's jumbling up events in their lives. Mm. 
to make it fit into this week structure that mm. he's got mm. over the week of filming. And certain events happened later, mm. earlier, and so he's meshing them together. But not but every a, autobiography well, in, movie yeah, has to be the entire That's right. Lifespan. And I'm thinking like Steve Jobs. Yeah. That, yeah. That Steve Jobs biopic, that played around it with time as well. But it's all about getting the essence, essence of yeah. the character, not necessarily this Man. is the historical order that things have happened in. Is that the... It's not a documentary. It's, it's the Michael a, Fassbender one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That scene where uh, Seth... Rogan and my and are in the th- that's I watch that scene like every couple months just pull it up on YouTube because <laughs> it's I think the best acting I'm ever gonna see from Seth Rogan and it's just outstanding performance from both of them mm. and it's such a fantastic encapsulation of maybe not perfect their relationship but like two creators of this epic you know monster that Apple has become butting heads about what fundamentally it is. Yeah. fantastic mm. scene I love mm. seeing that it's great. And Nicole Kidman was pretty darn good. Mm. Like I think when you watch Nicole Kidman perform, there, there can be a tendency to go, that's Nicole Kidman. Mm. Like you're, you're watching Nicole Kidman mm. perform and you mm. still are cognizant of the fact that it's Nicole Kidman. Mm. I don't know, I found that lately watching some of her more modern stuff. But this, there were moments in there I'm like, that's not Nicole Kidman. She's yeah, fully she's disappeared. Doing well. well, she's done some trash. <laughs> she's done some <laughs> trash. Uh, she fell off for a long time, but... If she's fantastic and this good for her, she's a good actress. Mm. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of people that like Deborah Messing should have played Lucille Ball. Kate Blanchett was attached before and dropped out, and then Nicole got it. And there was a lot of hate for Nicole when she got it, but I think she pulls it off. Mm. Good for her. Yeah. So they were they were the sort of highlights of my week. And uh, we'll be back next time with a guest episode. Uh, we'd love I... to give you a hint as to who it might be, but we don't know because we haven't recorded it yet. So. <laughs> I will never be allowed to show an ep- a movie again. Because <laughs> yeah, guess what? After that, it's another guest episode. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Alex, for showing us this movie. Um, see you later, guys. And remember, never leave your house. It's a dangerous world out there. This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production. For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.